the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. I've titled today's episode, Living in the Present, Appreciating the Journey Amidst the Hustle. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. I have a question that I've never asked you before. (laughs) When you were younger, what did you envision your life to be like when you were older or when you were an adult? You know what's really funny is is there's one distinct memory that I it's always stayed with me. Like I've never really thought about like what my life as an adult would be like, except for this one particular time that I, I remember. I remember sitting in class, I think I was in fourth or fifth grade, and I was looking at the window and I and the school I went to was along this main street and, and I was just looking out and I just seen all the cars driving by, driving to and from, and I just wanted to drive. And I just wanted to, I'd be like, it'd be so cool just to be able to drive and go wherever I wanted, anytime, and, and just always be behind the wheel. Like, I know I'm really going to enjoy driving. And... Like, it wasn't like thinking of a profession, thinking of anything like that. It's more so, what could I do where I'm driving all the time? And and it's it's so funny just thinking back to that one memory and how driving seemed like such a big thing to me. And now it's, you know, I... I do drive on a regular basis. And, and I mean, when I'm on the streets, like, that's all I do is drive. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. I was very boy crazy growing up. I remember these little like teeny bot magazines. I used to beg my mom to buy me when you were like checking out at the register and I would cut them out and make like the entire wall full of collages. But the funny thing is I never like pictured a life of being married and like the whole domesticated life and things like that. But what I remember clearly is I was always big into tech. I somehow convinced my parents to get me a computer when they like very first came out and you know that was a big thing I didn't know anybody else who had a computer at their house and they they were great when it came to my education because they always knew how important it was to me so if I needed um we didn't have tons of money so it wasn't like that but if I needed something or like truly wanted something and it would support my education they were great when it came to books or I remember like the first, the first piece of equipment I got for the computer was um, like a printer and then a scanner. And like, that was a big deal to have something like that. So I I knew for me, it was something that would always stay with me. Like I would always have something tech in my life. So that certainly has transpired into adulthood, but it's very interesting because I was listening to a gentleman speak and he was talking about how we all get so caught up in the things that we're working on and we're working on them within this vision of the future. And it's so true, whether you're going to work every day or you're doing things around the house with the anticipation of selling your house or you're everything that we do in essence is for the future. And he said, we fail so much at realizing that the life that we're living now is the life that we didn't always have. 
and that we wished that we had. And Clint, you and I had a conversation yesterday where we were talking about our house. And when we were in the market for a house, we actually weren't. We were in the market for land. We were going to buy some land and then have my dad build our house on it. And I have no idea how we stumbled across this ad, but we did. And I told you, like, I think this is a fake ad because this house is way too beautiful and houses do not look like that in our area. And it's on the outskirts of town. It's in an unincorporated area. And we were driving down this kind of like a desolate road at the time. And I remember looking up and then seeing the top of the glory, right? Like that, I think that's it. And we were driving closer and closer and closer. And finally we saw like, oh my gosh, like that, the ad is real. Like this is a real house. And it was so complicated getting this house. And we spent way more money than we planned on spending getting this house. But it was really through the education, the knowledge and the reinsurance of my dad, where he, I remember him telling me, like, it doesn't matter really how much the house costs, because if it's something that you really want, like that, that isn't going to matter eventually. And like, how crazy is that to think? You know, we were young and having a mortgage that I think was, fuck, like what, almost three times more than mm-hmm. what we were paying. And he was absolutely right, because now the house is more than doubled in value and we've only lived in it for eight years. And so the the whole like it's not going to matter what your mortgage payment is we refinanced it three times as the market continued to go down go down go down and you know we have an excellent interest rate on this house and he he was so right and i can't imagine us not living in this house in the area that we do it's you know we have a lot of land we are able to have horses and our chickens and peacocks and the gentleman that was speaking was so right because it can become very nuanced and very habitual for us to do all the things that we have to do on a regular basis that we're doing it with the anticipation of what comes next. And when we do that, we fail to just sit in the moment and in the present and to just truly enjoy the things that we worked so hard for up until this point. This reminds me of a story of growing up, and and I remember my mom used to read me and my brother's stories, like, all the time, like, before bed or whatever else it was, like, but there's this one story that kind of stuck with me, besides Go Dog Doe, Go Dog Go. Go Dog Doe. But it it was from this book, and it had multiple short stories in it. And and the book was called, like, The Book of Virtues. And this story explains, like, you're given, in, like, the beginning of life, like, this guy's given a a spool of yarn, a, a spool of golden yarn. And throughout that, you can you can draw from that and if you want to move forward to this point in time you pull out that length of yarn and you cut off a piece to like move forward to the for the future so if you want to get out of the spot you're in right now you can pull out a foot and it's a year and you cut off that string and and then you automatically move to that point so as time goes along you're like man i wish it was just next year because we have all this exciting things to come and so you pull off that that foot of string and you cut it off 
And over time, the more and more you do that, this guy, he was doing that. He's like, oh, this is coming up and, and I'm excited for it. And he cuts off another foot and he cuts off another foot and just keeps moving forward to those exciting points. Well, finally, he gets to a point where he pulls off the string and it's his last foot of yarn that he has. And once that yard's, yard's gone or that string's gone, that's in your life. And it's something that we always are pulling off that string and trying to move it forward to that future instead of just focusing on that, that time in which you're in right now. And it's something that is really cool to think about in our own lives is we're always focusing on the next exciting thing on the next exciting thing. What about living in that, that length of yarn that you have in this moment right now? And, and I think we all, we all are guilty of this is trying to pull it, to move it to that next exciting thing instead of just focusing on that present foot of yarn. Yeah. That, that's amazing. And that like fits perfectly into what, what we're talking about. And what I'm thinking of, too, is all the things that you could do with that piece of yarn. Like, what if all you had was that last piece of yarn every single time? You know, how much more would you enjoy it? How much more creative would you become with that single piece of yarn? And metaphorically, I think that we could, we could choose to make every day just like that piece of yarn. And I think when we do that, it makes everything so much more fulfilling because we're not having to hustle. We're not having to be so concerned or stressed out about what comes next. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's, it's something that if we treated that every foot of yarn like it's our last, like it would change our perspectives on everything. It makes me want to get some yarn and just um, like tape it up on your mirror. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Thank you for sharing that. I'll find that book and I'll link it down below. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours. <laughs>